Hey everybody, welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jason DeClaire. I hope everybody's doing well. We're going to start off with U.S. Airlines warning of chaos ahead of 5G rollout. Indian pilots have also sounded warning bells. On Monday, major U.S. passenger and cargo carriers warned of chaos and catastrophic disruption as the country prepares to roll out 5G C-band service by telecom companies on January 19th. In a letter to the National Economic Council Director, Secretary Transportation, Transportation and Federal Aviation Administration, the FFA, the chief executive of several airlines have banned a banner airlines of America call for immediate intervention to avoid significant operational disruption to air passenger shippers, supply chain and delivery had needed medical supplies due to 5G services. Airlines of America, including aviation companies such as American Airlines, Delta, Alaska, United Airlines, JetBlue, FedEx, and Southwest Airlines, among others. In this letter, the CEO wrote, We're writing with urgency to request that 5G be implemented everywhere in the country except within the approximate two miles of airport runways at effective airports as defined by FAA on January 19, 2022. This will allow 5G to be deployed while avoiding harmful impacts on aviation industry traveling uh, traveling public supply chain, vaccine distribution, air workforce, and broader economy. Hmm. Interesting. Because they use uh, they use a couple scare texts. I wonder what they have and what it actually does. Uh, on Sunday, Federal Aviation Administration said that it's cleared an estimated 45% of the U.S. commercial fleet to firm low, visi- low visibility landings in many of the airports where 5G C-band will be deployed. The agency approved two radio altimeter models that are installed in a wide variety of Boeing Airbus airplanes. This combination of aircraft and altimeter approval opens runways as many as 48 of the 88 airports are directly affected by 5G seabed interference. In response to this, the CEOs of the airlines and their letter in the FAA clearance did not apply to major hubs, would essentially mean that the vast majority of traveling and shipping public would be grounded this means that on a day like yesterday, more than 1,100 flights and 100,000 passengers would be subjected to cancellations, diversions, or delays. Let me see why. So AT&T and Verizon, which won nearly all of the C-band spectrum <clears throat> in an $80 billion auction last year, on January 3rd, agreed buffer zones around 50 airports reduce interference risk and take other steps to cut potential interference for six months. They also agreed to delay deployment for two weeks until Wednesday, January 19th, temporarily averting aviation safety standoff. But the airlines are not convinced enough to can be done. In a separate statement on Monday, United Airlines said the federal government's current 5G rollout will have a devastating impact on aviation negatively affecting its 1.25 million United passengers at least 15,000 flights. Let's see. When deployed next to runways, 5G signals could interfere with the key safety equipment that pilots rely on. It says could. Did they actually test it? Can it? Hmm. Could interfere with the key safety equipment pilots rely on to take off in the equipment or we won't compromise our safety full stop. United Airlines said that they're simply asking U.S. government to design policy for safe deployment of 5G technology, otherwise the radio altimeters on certain aircraft which provide information to other safety systems like autopilot, heads-up display and terrain warning pitch control could be compromised and result in significant restrictions. 
JetBlue's Airways CEO Robin Hayes warned of significant flight disruptions starting Tuesday in a letter to Krumer said he particular frequency of 5G being rolled out is too close to that used by aircraft radar. I'll t- okay, they said it's close. So I wonder if they have actual proof of the testing, like the te- the uh, 5G actually uh, screwing up their equipment. Or it's just the, the band is close to it and it would, could potentially screw it up. I mean, that would be a pretty easy argument if they had proof to say, hey, yeah, look, f- switch on this 5G band. 5G bands. Uh, let's see what happens. Boom, screws it up. I guess they don't have that and they're basing a lot of this off of hypotheticals. But interesting. That's probably why it's still rolling forward. Okay. Japan conducts a bilateral exercise with Indian Navy in the Bay of Bengal. So the Uraga class series, a two-mine countermeasure vessel for Japan Maritime Self-Defense Force. Um, the class length of 141 meter, it being with 22 and a draft of 14 meters, so you can reach top speed of 22 knots. So um, it looks like, so according to a tweet published by Japan Maritime Self-Defense Force, Uraga class mine countermeasure vessel and Awaji class minesweeper conducted a bilateral exercise with a Shivlak class frigate um, and Kamorta class Corvette INS Kadmat in the Bay of Bengal. By the way, it's kind of show, showing uh, they are allies against Chinese is why they're doing that. All right. Attack on Abu Dhabi seen as Houthis reaction setbacks in Yemen after UAE decisive role. The drone strike cast a Paul over uh, regional attempts to kill Iran. So the attack on Yemen's Iran-backed Houthi group on civilian targets in the UAE is likely to have repercussions in the war in Yemen and ratchet up regional tensions with Iran. Abu Dhabi police said three were killed and six wounded Monday when three fuel tanker trucks exploded in industrial Mustafa area. Abu Dhabi's reaction to the attack was firm. The UAE condemns all terrorist attacks by the Houthi military on areas and civilian facilities of Emirates soil will not go unpunished. Okay. Coast Guard employed and convincingly as proxy for an American naval presence in the Pacific. This is uh, Sputnik News. So, In his speech before the Navy last December, the commandant of the U.S. Coast Guard, Admiral Carl Schultz, bragged about the role his forces played. The fifth and smallest of the five military services and only one not under the control of the Department of Defense and projecting U.S. presence in the Pacific Ocean. We get access, we get, we go to places, as Schultz said. Underscoring his comments, singling out the recent 102-day mission on the U.S. Coast Guard cutter Monroe. During that time, Monroe traded U.S. partners in the East and South China Seas, including operations, which Schultz described as exercise memorandum understanding between U.S. and the island of Taiwan. This exercise included a transit of Taiwan Strait. According to Schultz, China was pretty excited when the Coast Guard is over their training with the Taiwanese. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they are. Adding that the U.S. Coast Guard mission in Taiwan was among several, which moved the needle a little bit when it comes to foreign reaction. I'm going to finish off with this one. North Korea-China trade crashes to the lowest levels in decade. This is from uh, North Korea News. So latest figures for December bring yearly totals to just $320 million as COVID-19 restrictions depress ter- trade. China-North Korea trade tumbled 41% in 2021 released on 
Customs data shows marking one of DPRK's worst trade years on record as COVID-19 restrictions continue to hamstring the economy. According to China's general mission of Customs GAC, North Korea's imported 35 million worth of goods from China, barely budging from a November 21st figure of 34.7. Meanwhile, North Korea exports to China jumped from 6.6 to 15.7 million. Let's be real, in the grand scheme of things, that's barely anything at all. Uh, North Korea in December reaching their highest levels since North Korea mostly sealed its borders in 2020. Taking together, the latest figure brings the two countries' total trade to 320 million in 2021. That's between both countries. The lowest level of official bilateral trade in decades, but by comparison, excuse me, North Korea China trade totaled 2.4 billion in 2018, even as crushing international sanctions came to bear on North Korea's exports. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. To the Indiscriminate News Network, I'm your host, Jason St. Clair. Take care. I hope everybody's doing well. Bye.